Welcome to episode 162 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're taking a look at First Person Shooter. It's season 7, episode 13. The original release date was February 27th of the year 2000. The action primarily takes place in California, and the average IMDb user score is 6.5 out of 10, which makes it one of the lower-rated episodes of the season. For writers, this features the return of William Gibson and Tom Maddox. So Gibson, of course, wrote Neuromancer, as well as a number of others, and they previously worked together on Kill Switch in Season 5. And this time their script is directed by Chris Carter. So in this one, the lone gunmen call Mulder and Scully in to investigate some, well, initially just one strange death in a virtual reality company that they're consulting with. The person looks like he was shot. We see, as viewers only, that it was a beautiful female character in the game who shot him with a flintlock, but there's no bullet, there's no understanding of how that damage was done. And as Mulder and Scully get involved, we start to find out that, yes, this female character is in the game, she's killing all the men that she could find within it, but she didn't belong in this game. She was actually created for a different game by someone else. She's modeled after a woman named Jade Blue Afterglow, who works in the Las Vegas area and agreed to have a full body scan done in Culver City as the model for the game. And as the game progresses, when she's going after Mulder, they try to shut the game down, but Mulder disappears within it. He's still in the game. So they turn the game back on. Scully goes in and Eventually, the day is saved when one of the people involved activates the kill switch that wipes out the game and just leaves Mulder and Scully behind. So overall, I've got a few issues with this. Once again, our heroes are completely ineffectual. What we have is actually cutting-edge Star Trek holodeck-level technology here. But that part is not the part that people are excited and freaking out about. There is questions about how it's going to get funded. It's just going to show up in, you know, 50 malls throughout the country for kind of a laser tag style experience. But we're talking full holograms. It's a completely rendered 3D environment, photorealistic. And there doesn't seem to be any surprise about that. It's just how a character from one game on someone's private laptop or private computer somehow managed to leave that game and get into another, which makes no sense at all. Each game creates its characters and stores the data a little bit differently. They can decide how it's going to be stored. So how that data would somehow become sentient and autonomous and jump from one game to another, there's no indication that the data sets would be compatible. It's just bits on a hard drive. It's completely impossible, and yet so many people just accept, okay, well, that's what happened. Not to mention the idea of shutting down the game and Mulder goes with it, even though the game is still active. There's just so much here that should have generated reactions from the people involved, but didn't. The writers were just about the mystery of this character and why she's doing what she's doing and how she's doing it. And that's it. There's so much else that's taken for granted that just doesn't fit. So while I enjoy certain moments, including a lot of Scully's reactions and behaviors suiting up and getting into the game and so forth, a lot of that is great. 
but the fact that no one seems to worry about how a completely CGI character cuts someone's hands off with a sword that Mulder can later go back and pick up, there's so much going on, like I said, that should have produced reactions and didn't. Now, for the guest cast, there's not a whole lot worth mentioning. I mean, we've got our two game creators, played by Jamie Marsh and Constant Zimmer. Both of them have had some decent careers. Uh, Jamie Marsh, this is actually listed as one of his most prominent jobs. And his most recent job was a short film in 2014. You go back before that, and it's a made-for-TV movie in 2007. 24 IMDb credits to his name. Constant Zimmer has 82 credits to her name, still active today, possibly best known in recent years for playing Janine Skorsky on House of Cards over at Netflix. But she was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as Rosalind Price. She was Diana Gordon in Entourage. She was Quinn King in Unreal. She was Skinny Gina and Lindsay in BoJack Horseman. So she's definitely had a very respectable career. And the guest star who would have been recognizable and known at the time this came out was Krista Allen. So she, according to the IMDb, is best known for her roles in Baywatch as Jenny Avid and Anger Management as Stacy. She was also in Liar Liar, a bunch of direct-to-video sequels for the Emmanuel series and that remake, Diagnosis Murder, Silk Stockings. She was Krista Hopkins in a couple episodes of CSI. She was the Oracle in three episodes of Charmed, Desiree Atkins in Smallville. So she gets a lot of work, but not much that asks her to really push her acting abilities to the limit. She is just, frankly, one of the most beautiful women who's ever lived, so that's what they keep casting her for. Unfortunately, when you're at that level, in terms of physical appearance, they don't often ask you for a lot more. So it's a fairly short episode this time around. It's a story that has, you know, some fun jokes about you know, video games and how people get sucked into them, but it's still very treating it with the video games are for guys stereotype, which is just not the case and has never really been the case. That's just been the public perception. And it's based on accepting a level of technology that even 20 years later, we don't have access to. And we certainly didn't have access to in February of the year 2000. So it has its moments, but overall, I do find it ultimately unsatisfying. Anyway, that's about all we have to say about first-person shooter. Join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss Thief. Thank you for listening.